1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Aberdeen and Partick Thistle will back calls for an independent investigation at tomorrow's EGM Rangers say they'll pay for one if that's what it takes And Hearts, Falkirk, Inverness, Dunfermline, Brora, Kelty all have their say as Scottish football goes to war I'm Gordon Duncan, joining me in the studio is Alex Ray And from the Man Cave it's Hugh Keevans well, it's just as well tomorrow's EGM will be conducted under coronavirus constrictions. If it had been at Hamden, Police Scotland might have been required to maintain public order and prevent a breach of the peace. Scottish football is now one mass square go, and the image being portrayed of our game is that of an unruly, mutually destructive rabble. The most laughable thing of all for me is that everyone appears to be guilty of something, but no one's done anything wrong at the same time. Our reputation, Gordon, is at ground zero. Yeah, we left the studio on Friday night with a lot of unanswered questions, Gordon. The Rangers and the SPFL have been sending out messages throughout the course of the weekend. I said also that I felt as if it was time for teams to put their head above the parapet, and they have done that in their numbers. 0141-951-1025 That's the number you need to have your say We're at Clyde SSB on Twitter as well Hugh, it's easy uh, to sort of grandstand And actually, maybe what's made a lot of this more difficult Over the last couple of weeks Has been some of the language used And some of the exaggeration However, I'm going to put it to you That in your long time involved in the game Have you ever seen anything quite like this? Now I know these are different times anyway Because of the virus But, but the level... Of conflict the, the level of disagreement The level of infighting That we have at the moment Have you ever seen anything like this? Never Ever uh, I've been a professional journalist For 50 years uh, I've witnessed many Arami uh, At boardroom level uh, Where the SFA And the First of all SPL And now SPFL Are concerned But this is A new level We have descended Into farce it is mutually destructive, and uh, I don't know that the game can ever properly recover from all of this. God, and uh, I don't. Know the game can never. Yeah, Hugh's breaking up a little bit there, but that will clear itself up in a second. I would imagine it will be his, his signal being a bit funny. But Alex, yeah. the statement culture that we've all got pretty comfortable with. It, I think in, in the last few years, it feels like pe- the clubs have sort of, um, you know. Really made great strides With the, the frequency at which they, they churn out these statements But uh, this weekend again um, You know I think Starting back on Friday night When we left here You know Hearts have had their say Falkirk Inverness Dunfermline Today Aberdeen and Partick Thistle Brora and Kelty As well Although granted They're obviously not part of the SPFL currently That's a, a whole different issue um, But it just seems to be now We really are in a, a web of Claim And counterclaim and will tomorrow clear some of it up? Possibly. Will it clear all of it up? No chance. Yeah, I said, look, Gordon, I said on Friday night, regardless of the outcome, and I've, I've already put my cards on the table saying that I did not think they would get the 75% vote to carry uh, into an independent inquiry. Now, over the course of that, as you rightly said, there's been numerous clubs who have put statements out. Some of the, the wording has been alarming as well in terms of like deceived and things like that, you know, uh, allegations. And unless... It is looked into Hugh touched upon it earlier now That civil war The conflict Will not go away 
So depending on what the vote is tomorrow There's going to be a percentage of the member clubs Who are unhappy with the way things are actually panned out How you overcome that, I have no idea But they need to get pulling together sometime soon Because if we don't It's bad enough trying to contend with this virus And going forward There's going to be a lot of clubs uh, You know Lost to this Yeah We're going to speak to Partick Thistle's Chief Executive Jerry Britton Very soon he'll be joining us on the show And of course you can as well 01419511025 Hugh let's take a look at Where we're at then On the eve Of this EGM As Alex quite rightly says It's going to require 75% 32 Of the 42 clubs in the SPFL Are going to have to vote yes For this independent investigation to be triggered Now obviously the, the resolution put forward By Rangers, Hearts And Stranraer That's three Partick Thistle and Aberdeen Adding to that publicly today Takes you up to five uh, Falkirk and Inverness You would imagine you add, you add to that Takes you up to seven And to be fair There have others That have been critical as well I'm, I'm thinking Stenhouse Muir Springs to mind um, Clyde issued a statement Over the weekend Not too happy with um, One or two things So there's clearly still a long way to go There's a silent majority at the moment And tomorrow we find out what their feelings are Well, prior to the programme starting The new bringing is the news of Aberdeen And what they've had to say today I would have thought that there was no chance Of a 75% majority Aberdeen's intervention is an interesting one Because Rangers clearly would be unhappy If Celtic were declared champions Partick Thistle unhappy because they've effectively relegated, likewise Hearts, uh, Stranra. But Aberdeen, in terms of having something to lose, they're, they're okay. Uh, but if there is an inquiry called for, I would personally think that was a good idea because I think we have to get to the bottom of all this. Basically, clubs are saying they have no confidence in the administration. Therefore, we should examine the reasons why. Yeah, the latest update, if you like, Alex. So much is happening on this with yeah. every statement that gets released. But the latest update is that Aberdeen will back an independent investigation into the SPFL vote to end the lower league season. They want to draw a line under what they call a highly damaging episode. Dave Cormack, the chairman, says it's hard to see a resolution, far less a reconciliation, without an inquiry. Now, what about the, the points that Hugh just made there? This doesn't mean to say that, that, that it's going to happen or just because Aberdeen say it, you know, yeah. th- therefore... It's definitely on um, But Rangers Obviously they're, they're the ones Leading this um, Hearts Falkirk um, Partick Thistle Inverness These were the ones Who have Always been angry About this If that makes sense They're the ones That have been aggrieved Because they either Narrowly missed out In promotion Or they're set to be Relegated yep. um, Aberdeen however And correct me if I'm wrong They actually voted yes To, to, to the yes. To the original vote Way on back the, the, the original Friday, yeah. resolution And yeah, granted, you could make a case to say, well, you know, they would have wanted to try and catch Motherwell in third, but you know, the Premiership hasn't actually called yet. Um, it it seems from the outside, on a footballing sense, they would have less of an axe to grind than the other clubs. I think that's a fair way of putting it. So, does their intervention surprise you? Does does that make you think there may be other clubs out there who, who are going to follow suit tomorrow? Potentially, Gordon, uh, they may well have felt as if uh, by putting it today might give it a little bit more credence. Uh, I think it's partly down to the handling of the whole situation and what it's actually manifested itself into. If you look at some of the squabbling over the last couple of weeks uh, and they can see the bigger picture that if there is not an investigation, then they will be looking at this going, well, how do you ever move on when potentially? Because we actually don't know what the vote is. So I think the fact that you rightly say that, that they don't have anything obvious 
to to moan about, but other than the actual handling of it. So, uh, but when you look at some of the, the the runners and riders, it's three of the top four clubs. You know, you've got Rangers, Aberdeen, and uh, Hearts, uh, support wise, fan base wise. Who are now put their name mm. to this uh, resolution? Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. That's the number. John and Clyde Bank dial tonight. Hi, John. How you doing, guys? Not too bad. How are you? Doing? Um, I'm all right. Um, I'm going to. I'm going to ask ask Alec a question, mm-hmm. um, and uh, also to Hugh. And I'll explain explain to you why. Hugh and Alec totally have read the dossier completely different. Because one thinks there should be an inquest, the other thinks, nah, it's a load of, load of nonsense, let's move on. Now, to, my question is to Alex, Ray, is why do we need an inquest to this? Did they stated the situation, what happened with the email? It was then okayed by the SPFL. It was voted on. Now, clubs had an opportunity then to, to, to not vote it and, and to, put, to put their point across because of what happened with Dundee, but it wasn't. The vote was done and it was voted on in favour. And now there's a dossier appeared, right? There was speak, there was talk about bullying before the dossier came out, but after listening to the Rangers director on Friday night, he actually sidelined and says, no, this, not, this is not really about him. Um, this is about mismanagement um, People in the dark About financial implications So what Right so well, whole- Just a reminder John Just so we can try and stay accurate As we go along The allegations of bullying Are surrounding Inter-club bullying In the championship And we'll actually get to that Because th- th- this isn't This is now not a secret You don't have to take my word for it Inverness have made bold claims over the weekend and Dunfermline have responded today and Ross MacArthur of Dunfermline defending himself so when, when people talk about bullying it's mainly about inter-club alleged bullying in the championship alleged, alleged now back to but this is in a boardroom when you get businessmen talking to other businessmen they're not shrinking violets they have to be thorough in what, what they're doing but the whole way why do we need an independent inquiry. What? Why? Do, that's the whole scenario. Well, that's a good question. It's a very good question. So let, let me put it to both. Let me just double check with you, Hugh, because um, I know you said on on Friday that you weren't, you know, really convinced necessarily by by Ranger Dossie. But did you just say about ten minutes ago that you actually do think that there is need for an investigation now? After uh, the uh, Rangers Dossie was made public, I I could find no reason why they had asked for. Neil Doncaster and Rod McKenzie to be suspended pending an investigation. I don't think there's anything in the dossier which suggests that either or both of those men should be suspended from their duties. Over the weekend, the claim and counterclaim that you spoke of, today's intervention by Aberdeen, all of the things that have taken place, uh, there's a picture building up here uh, of a no-confidence vote building up. However, if tomorrow at the EGM, 32 clubs out of 42 say, no, they don't want an independent investigation, then it is up to Rangers to carry the matter forward after that because it's their ball and they need to run with it. Uh, If Douglas Park wants to take out a a, a civil action, then that's entirely his prerogative. 
because it won't rest with the 32 clubs. If they say, no, we don't want an investigation, I feel that Rangers have to then go on with this. But I'm now getting that sinking feeling about Scottish football. It has reached the mutually destructive stage where, and I know it will cost money, and I know it will take time, and I know it will be a massive distraction from what other business is going on. But we are now at a stage where people are insinuating that Scottish football is corrupt. That has to be brought to a head. Yeah, listen, I think there's a few uh, things that they need to look at. I think the bullying allegations within the Championship most certainly have to because that was surrounding the original vote to get this passed in the first place, so that has to be looked upon. The reconstruction, whether that was sold as part of, if you vote yes, we have reconstruction because when you look at some of the stuff coming out reportedly, uh, sorry, uh, allegedly. So this has to be looked in, and I'll go. Uh, but surely, the most you can you can possibly offer is a, a discussion on reconstruction, and I get why people would then sort of scoff at that and say, "Well, well it was never going to happen." But you, you you couldn't guarantee that a couple no, of weeks ago, could no, you? But what I'm saying in terms of when you put that caveat of reconstruction, give the clubs the full picture, Gordon, because it was said in the briefing paper to the SPFL board that there were substantial problems with. Reconstructions, But if I'm selling you a reconstruction going, this has got a good chance, then you're fa- sending them a false perception of the reality because it's, as it's meant to have been said, substantial problems before you've even thrown that on the table. The chances we listened, I think it was uh, Maitland, Alan Maitland at the weekend, says he didn't think it would do it off the ground for the start. Most people are saying that as well. And you're saying to yourself, why was it sold as a, a, a possible starter? The very general response, John, and you'll have heard it many times, is if there's nothing to fear from an SPFL perspective, why not let the investigation go ahead? It could clear their name. It could throw it all back in the faces of those making the accusations. Do you not see any any benefit in that? No, I don't. Uh, I, I do I believe, this is my personal opinion, so Cloaks and Dagger... I do believe that there's been, maybe they're not happy, the club that's brought the dossier, they're not happy with the management of the SPFL, which is fine, that's their, their prerogative. Um, they're probably not happy with the way the, the voting system, the vote happened with the league. They're not happy maybe that, that, that Celtic may be awarded the league, which we don't want as a, as a Celtic support, we don't want, we would rather win it on our own merit. But in these circumstances, we have to take and do as, what what has been gave to us but it's it's it's, it's, a, it's a joke but game's a joke John can I ask you a question how how see the, the the issues that the clubs have actually said now this for example Falkirk have come out and said shampoos they've been misled and deceived how do they get the trust back how do these clubs that have actually come out over the course of the weekend how do they get the trust back without an investigation because you're saying it's a load of nonsense it's cloaking daggers let's move on how do they actually get to a place where they go, do you know what, we've actually exhausted this as far as we can go, time to move on, for the greater good? Okay, Alex, I'll take you back a few weeks back. I think we had the Falkirk chairman on. Yes. We did. And he, he made his point pretty clear, right? How did he vote? They voted no. I thought, did, did he not change his mind? What, to the, to the initial... Resolution, you mean the, the the infamous vote now? Yes, yes. No. Then we we had part we had Partick Thistle on as well, and they were exactly the same as as the um, the Falkirk chairman. And but they said that they could pursue it because it like financially whatever. 
But it's all hearsay. It's all it's it's like he said this and he said but, he said that. But John, how do John 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 how do how do you not answered my question, John? How do you get to an end game with all these clubs who have a grievance? With the governing body How do you get to an end game? We can go around in circles And Partick said this Fissel said this How do we get to an end game? But, but Well To me Why do we need to have an inquiry? If, if Neil Doncaster has, has, And whoever else Is involved in this And they're saying No this doesn't happen He said that And I said this here. I think we're going off At a tangent here We have to understand this Tomorrow The EGM 32 clubs, if they vote in favour of not having an investigation, ordinarily that would be the end of the matter because you've put it to the democratic vote and they have provided the necessary majority for the matter to end there. Rangers then have a decision to make. If it is a majority in favour of the SPFL, Rangers have a decision to make. Do they try to raise a civil action uh, paid for by the club? that's the only way that this moves on because unless Rangers do that, the matter is over because the democratic process says we put it to the vote at an EGM. If 75% say no to an investigation, there is no investigation. Yeah, but other clubs have made noises to suggest that they wouldn't want to let it lie there either. And in fact, we're going to speak to Partick Thistle Chief Executive Jerry Britton very soon. Uh, I do want to try and squeeze one more in before the travel. We might need to be quick, but here's Christine in Alloa. Hi, Christine. Hiya, I was just listening to everything that's been said there. My mm-hmm. personal feelings is no matter what, there needs to be an independent inquiry because it's never ever going to be put to bed. They need the investigation, they need independent inquiry. Everybody moving forward needs that to happen. Yeah, I, I get that logic, Hugh, and in fact you've now supported it. You and Christine are almost singing off the same hinge sheet, unbelievably, but is there also a, a let me offer the cynical take on this that there is no independent investigation that would clear up the cynicism in this part of the world? Well, here's my suggestion to you, and I'm glad that Jerry is coming on because Jerry is a a qualified lawyer. Uh, We have a business here, Scottish football, which, as has been recorded now, puts over £12 million per year into the Scottish economy. That's a big business for Scotland, and it means a lot to everyone in every part of Scotland. Therefore, if there is an independent inquiry uh, called for by Rangers, but Neil Doncaster has said, well, how could it be called independent if Rangers are going to pay for it? My suggestion would be, this business is so important to the country, is it feasible for us to approach the Law Society of Scotland and let the Law Society of Scotland pick a team to investigate Scottish football's work practices at an SPFL level and if the clubs want to help Douglas Park pay for it or if Douglas Park wants to pay for the whole shebang himself then go on because some people like Christine are getting the impression that this is a business that needs to be cleaned up Now now we are off in realms that I simply don't understand So I think we'll leave it there I don't know who we who we get involved to help us on that front uh, Christine, very quickly before we let you go Just in, in a word or two Do you think Rangers will get the required support tomorrow or not? 
think they will, yes Well you do, right, okay Well time will tell We'll be back tomorrow night at 6 uh, To give you all the reaction to that We are going to get travel with Stephen Then we're going to speak to Partick Thistle Chief Executive Jerry Britton He's coming up next Some very interesting topics to discuss with him Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Your comeback is on Talktothompsons.com Alex Ray and Hugh Keevans Here with me Gordon Duncan And tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Usual number for you to get in touch Or Twitter At Clyde SSB Now I'm delighted to say We're joined on the line By Partick Thistle Chief Executive Jerry Britton Jerry, how are you? Thanks a lot for joining us yeah, good, e- good evening gents, how you doing? Yeah, not too bad at all uh, Jerry, if we just dive right into today's news If you like, and that certainly from your club's perspective Partick Thistle confirming they will vote yes uh, At tomorrow's EGM Could you just kick us off by well, Briefly explaining why? Yeah, because it's, it's without doubt the, the right thing to do We feel that where we are currently In Scottish football The divided state that we've found ourselves in there's a lot of questions being asked about the, the processes and the, the protocols that have taken place over the last couple of months and have got us to, to where we are. And we feel if we're going to move on, if we're going to future-proof our game to have the best practice to, to move forward, then an independent investigation will undoubtedly help that to happen. Now, your situation's changed slightly over the weekend or on Friday afternoon with the news that reconstruction appears to be dead in the water, such as the, the you know the outcome from discussions at the, the premiership level. Uh, you were quite clear in a statement today, for the avoidance of doubt, the decision was taken before those events unfolded. So just to confirm, this is not some sort of reaction to the fact that you now lose out due to reconstruction. You would have voted yes regardless of what happened on that front. Yeah, definitely. We've got a, f- a few issues that we feel require clarity right from the, the very start of this process, right from the SPFL putting forward a, a proposal and asking clubs to vote on not only a resolution that would free up league payments, uh, badly needed league payments to clubs, but would also see other teams, fellow member of, uh, clubs uh, demoted and relegated. We feel that the, the resolution, the, the voting process and uh, the aftermath, there's a, a lot of behaviours and actions that require clarity and have led us to this, as I say, this divisive state that we currently find ourselves in. Hugh Keevens, I'll bring you in here. Jerry, with your legal background and uh, knowing what you know and what you've read over the weekend with uh, Douglas Park offering to fund the legal costs uh, involved in an independent investigation and then Neil Doncaster coming back and saying, well, how could it be independent if the Rangers chairman pays for it? With your legal background, do you think that there could be any merit in going to the Law Society and asking them to uh, appoint those who would look into this matter? I think the Legal Society would be a, a, a good protocol. Um, obviously, Hugh, you're going to get professional, skilled um, solicitors adept at this type of uh, inquiry within the law society. I think it's a very good reason, a, a, a good way of doing things, and I, and I think the I think the professionalism of, of anybody that's asked to carry out such a, an investigation, I think, would ensure the impartiality, no matter who's funding the actual process. You see, Jerry, we're looking to try and get a viable and sustainable game. 
which is I'm sure Patrick Thistle's aim. And what we have at the moment is a mutually destructive power struggle. And for me, it's about suspicion. I think that Rangers, at the bottom line, Rangers are suspicious of the SPFL because they think they might be pro-Celtic. Now, we've got to address that, among other considerations that you talk about, uh, the, the, the conduct, the behaviour that has uh, has gone on. And if you, Jerry, and other clubs have no confidence in the SPFL and the way they conduct their business, then I can't see there's any reason why we shouldn't have an inquiry then. I think you're right, Hugh. I think we have issues with the whole process, as I say, how we've, we've came to this situation right through the, the the manner in which the SPFL board brought forward the resolution. Everybody could see that we were heading to a very, very critical situation, not just in society, but with the game, and everybody should be concentrating their efforts in, in that regard. We were looking for cohesion. We wanted everybody to work together, unity. Um, but rather than that, there was a chain of events set in place that caused friction, that caused real, real deep, deep fissures within the game. That It's going to take a, a lot of work uh, to, to try and bring back together. And I, and I think the investigation would, would assist that. And I, and I think any organisation that feels that they are working towards best practices, I think if they're given an opportunity to have their practices critically evaluated, if it's going to make them come out the other side a, a, a better organisation, more adept at what they do, then surely you would be you would welcome that scenario. Jerry, it's Alex Ray here. Uh, you were you, you were earlier on in the you were saying that you were close to going down the league route, but you fought for the greater good of Scottish football. How close were you actually to actually going? Uh, down that road Yeah very close Alex Because we saw QC's opinion at that stage In two points Primarily One was the, the, the voting process Around the Dundee vote That never was And also the fiduciary duty of The SPFL board members In terms of the, the lead up to the resolution We felt And we were advised that we had a very very strong case And it was it was likely to be successful However what we considered in terms of the the impact it would have not only on ourselves but other clubs who were desperate to have these league payments made available, they had been told by the SPFL board that passing the resolution was the only way that those payments could be made. So we appreciated uh, the, the timing. We also appreciated that if we were successful as a club, the cost would be borne by the league, which would fundamentally then move on to the club. Us winning the, the the legal case at that stage could also just have picked the can further down the road. It could have been uh, reignited by by a new proposal. So when we took all these factors into account, we decided that based on the two points that we were considering at that stage, that for the for the greater good, that the legal route was was not the best option to follow. There's a lot going on here, Jerry, though, because. Although you're saying that reconstruction is not the reason That you're going to vote yes tomorrow It's clearly a big factor in, in where we find ourselves Now, Partick Thistle clearly are unhappy with elements of the hierarchy at the SPFL Whether that's at board level or the way things have been handled um, But based on communication from your club over the weekend You're also unhappy with elements from the Premiership Dave Cormack and Aberdeen are, are mentioned um, for their role In the way they communicated the breakdown of the reconstruction talks So... Partick Thistle appear to be unhappy with Aberdeen Yet you find yourselves on the same side of this call for 
um, an EGM So there's uh, For an independent investigation Sorry So there's quite a lot going on here Yeah no there is And again We have no issue With, with any club And their decision to vote In a certain way Because I firmly believe And I'm sure everybody does That every club votes In the best interests Of their own club They've got to There's a fiduciary duty Of every director To look after their own club's interests So the Premiership clubs That put forward on, on Friday That they they couldn't back reconstruction at, at this stage. They obviously felt weighing it up for those those um, reasons that would impact greatly on their club. They felt it wasn't the thing to do. We have no issue with that. But as you say, it was the fact that the, S, the SFA and the SPFL had set up the reconstruction task force. They were working towards setting proposals to be considered by all divisions. But before we even got to that stage, there was this uh, announcement that obviously impacted tremendously on our club, on our players and our staff who were informed, regrettably, that the prospect that they may remain in the Championship next season with all that that entails in terms of wages, numbers of squad, numbers of staff, they found that out through the, the media and it was, uh, without doubt, not the, the proper way to go about things. I'm just wondering, Jerry, if the the, the, the original... Resolution, if you like, when when that vote was cast, I wonder if your opinion on on a sort of independent investigation was was set in stone then, or if the events that have followed have perhaps tipped you over the edge. Because a lot of focus has gone on what the SPFL did in and around that vote, but what about the way it's been handled since? Because I know Partick Thistle are very unhappy with, first of all, a failure to acknowledge your relegation in that initial statement, uh, then some of the language used in. Letters from board directors and from Q&As and so on Did any of that tip Partick Thistle over the edge, so to speak? Yeah, there's there's many elements without the whole process That I think any organisation looking back wholeheartedly evaluating their behaviour Would say, we've, we've made mistakes here and, and we have to do things better And I think, as I say, an independent investigation by professionals adept in that type of analysis, surely that can only be a positive for any organisation. You're right, the the flawed voting protocol towards the, the resolution was the a big part of it, but we feel that primarily even instigating that proposal, the, the manner in which it was set forward to to the clubs, the the lack of timing to consider the fact that there wasn't uh, that the two main factors within the resolution weren't isolated the, the fee payments and call on the season we, we could have, one thing we've got just now is time, what we could have did was we could have dealt with the financial aspect separately and then in lesser speed we could have looked at the, the prospect of where football is going to be when we come out of this situation one of the reasons put forward was it was for clarity, are we any are we any clearer as to what's happening with the game now six weeks down the line we're not and I don't honestly see it um, that happening anytime soon but that's the reality we're in a, a terrible situation within society and football is obviously caught up in it and the primary focus should have been from the SPFL and every club should have been getting as many clubs as we can through this to, to, the, to the other side of this situation Hugh you want to come back in? You see if we voted in an entirely new SPFL board tomorrow. Nothing would change because, as Jerry rightly says, 
the new members of the new board would have to vote with their club's best interests at heart on whatever situation arose. So tomorrow is about Rangers' suggestion that wrongdoing has occurred. And from Rangers' dossier, I still see no evidence of why Neil Doncaster and Rod McKenzie should have been suspended from their duties. That would put to the vote tomorrow. If 32 clubs say, no, there's no need to take this matter any further, then it's up to Rangers. But I do feel, over and above all of that, we're living under a cloud of suspicion at the moment. Suspicion that the game is not entirely above board and that votes are being conducted in a manner that contribute towards this cloud of suspicion. I would simply like, down the road, that cloud of suspicion to be lifted so that Jerry Britton and Partick Thistle and Hearts and Rangers and Dave Cormack at Aberdeen could all say, yep, the game is as clean as a whistle. Well, what do we do then, Jerry? Because he's right, it does happen sometimes, that when people talk about self-interest as if it's this uh, big bad thing, it's completely inevitable. If you have a board structure which is made up of representatives who have to juggle their time representing their own club and then hopefully acting on the best interests of the league, this is absolutely inevitable. So what what would your suggestion be? Are we talking about structural change within the governance of our game? Is is, is that the way forward? Yeah, I mean, I, I think you're right. In an ideal world, you would have people, you would have individuals who are knowledgeable in the, the game of football. They were knowledgeable in the, the, the machinations behind the scene. They would make up uh, an, an executive board. They would be professionally adept and able to, to run top class organisations which our league should obviously be and I I think you're right the the points that that you made as well about it's inevitable that it's very very difficult to ask a board member from a a club to go and sit and give a a totally impartial some are able to but it's very very difficult and I think if you're really looking to to future proof our game and to take the, the league structure to the to the as, as professional level as, as possible. Whether that's a, a realistic prospect at, at this time is is another question, unfortunately. Uh, from a a bigger picture, if you like, what should we have done then, Jerry? Because let, let me be clear: everybody who's been on this show for the last couple of months is full of sympathy for Partick Thistle. As as far as sport and the way that we understand it. It clearly seems like a ludicrous way for a club to be relegated. Um, but you said that you know we've got no more clarity down the line. But we're also apparently no closer to resuming football. So regardless of, of you know the, the sort of detail of the way the vote was handled and, and what things could have been done different with regards to the specifics, what what should we have done then? And again, I sympathise for Partick Thistle completely. But but was there any other option in, in to as opposed to calling the lower league season? Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, it was inevitable that at some stage a line had to be drawn under this league. There was no way that we were ever going to be able to complete the games given the, the, the ongoing situation. What I felt should have happened and what I put forward at the very earliest opportunity was that the primary focus should be getting every club through the other side. There should be no club left worse off due to any action carried out by uh, the board and and by the the member clubs. We could have made arrangements to alter the articles by resolution to ensure 
that the payments that are, are sitting and have now been paid out to the lower league clubs were capable legally and within the, the articles of the, the company to be made. That should have been the focus of the resolution. And thereafter, it should have been working towards how can we get our game back safely? How can we look at different income streams to make up, particularly for lower league clubs, the fact that they're not going to have spectators through the door for, for many months ahead. And so the one thing we have this now is time. We could have looked at various scenarios that would have covered these bases and, and ensured that we were in a, a position to pull as many clubs, drag them through to the to the end of this situation and, and get as many back playing as, as possible. Just finally, before we let you go, Jerry, first of all, your your confidence levels, if you like, for tomorrow, do you feel that enough clubs will vote for an independent investigation? And if not, what's next? What's Partick Thistle's appetite like for legal battles or, or taking this any further? I, I think it's a very tall order to, to try and hit the, the 75% bar. But I feel there is a, a groundswell and there is movement towards people and, and clubs acknowledging that this is required, this is needed. I would hope, and, a, and a, again, go back to this ideal world scenario that doesn't exist, but if you were an organisation, if you were an executive like the, the SPFL and you had the opportunity for a professional individual to come in and critically assess your organisation and allow you to improve your protocols and practices going forward, surely you would, you would welcome that, particularly given that a growing number of your, your member clubs were, were looking for that to try and overcome this, this trust and this division that, that's permeating the game at present. Jerry Britton, thank you very much for joining us. That was the Partick Thistle Chief Executive. What do you make of what he had to say? 01419511025. We'll speak to you next. Clyde was Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Tackling compensation claims for more than 40 years Talk to Thompson's.com Alex Ray and Hugh Evans Here with me Gordon Duncan On tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard We just heard from Partick Thistle Chief Exec Jerry Britton uh, There's actually so much going on here We probably could have kept him on till midnight Alex Because the, yes. you, you end up only scratching the surface Because we are now in a situation Where there are so many different strands to this story All coming together you, You've got reconstruction You've got the EGM You've got where we actually go from here And, and, and how we navigate our way through this And actually that's the most important thing yeah, um, of But of course at, at times it's going to Take second stage to the, the drama And the, the suspicion around this independent investigation Yeah, I said to you at the break Gordon, I felt as if we could have spoke to Jerry For a lot longer Because he seems to have uh, a good insight to what's happening on the ground. I would like to have known uh, about John Nelms if he had got clarity in around about the, the vote on the Friday night. Um, but he touches on a lot of good points about evaluation practices and things and uh, obviously their grievance towards how it's all played out. Right, Andy's a Rangers fan. He's from Annie's Land. Hi, Andy. Hi, Val. How are you doing, guys? Not too bad. How are you? You well? I'm pretty good. Good. Um, what's on your mind? Basically, um, it's just about how... Uh, the SPFL came out with a statement uh, 30 minutes after Rangers sent it and it was a 200-page dossier. I think it was slightly... Uh, Andy, Andy, I think it was a bit longer than that. I think it was about 90 minutes after, yeah, Andy. And I, I must admit, I, 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 saw this, I, I saw this on the day, Andy, you know, a lot, a lot of kind of sniggering and, and scoffing and saying, you know, how, you know, how could they have read it already? But I think there's a bigger picture than that, Andy, is there not? Is that really the most important thing right now? Uh, well, it's the fact that they've also not responded to any other complaint, like from Inverness or Falkirk sort mm. of thing. 
And that, that's what's getting to me mm. It seems they, they, they have an agenda against Rangers I see where Andy's coming from Hugh But there's a difference between a statement to say You're going to vote one way or another And a 200 page dossier On the back of calls for a chief executive to be suspended So that, that's why there's been a difference um, In response from the SPFL Andy's just laid it on the line for you He thinks the SPFL Are against Rangers And I am sure In my own mind that Rangers dossier is based on a belief that the SPFL, uh, in their opinion, uh, are more inclined towards Celtic than Rangers. Let me put it politically to you like that. Now, take all of that away. Tomorrow is about a vote. The question is the intellectual equal of, do you take sugar in your tea? There are only two answers. One is yes, the other is no. 42 representatives tomorrow vote yes or no to an independent investigation. If the answer is no, we don't need or want one, then Rangers must decide where they go from here. And I don't know the mechanics of raising some sort of civil action against the the organisation of which you are a part and on whose board sits one of your own men, Stuart Robertson. But that's for Rangers to find out and for Rangers to carry out if the vote goes against them tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, Alex, I think it's important to to try and maintain a bit of balance here because the very nature of this debate means that you're hearing more from Rangers and, and Partick Thistles of the world than you are from the majority of the clubs who might well vote no tomorrow. And the silent majority, as you keep hearing them, uh, referred to so so that that just because we're hearing from clubs today doesn't mean that it's you know it's definitely going to pass uh, tomorrow or whatever. But to go back to what Andy says, at the very least, and I know this isn't easy for people in Glasgow, at the very least, has the intervention of some clubs in the last couple of days shifted this away from that assumption that this is all about Celtic and stopping them winning nine and and, and Rangers and all the rest of it. Even if you have that deep held suspicion that that's what. Underpins Rangers Fine But Partick Thistle Don't care about that And Aberdeen Don't care about that And, and, and they have They have You know Decided that they are Going to vote yes For it tomorrow I think it's uh, Wholeheartedly away For that Gordon Purely for the point As you've touched upon uh, Certain clubs there Who have actually Intimated their grievance uh, And that doesn't have Any bearing on What Celtic do Or get the title When they, when they eventually get it So I think I think the fact That they have come To the fore In the last couple of days But you're right Because we don't know what the majority, the silent majority, are actually thinking at the moment, Gordon. Uh, and they, they have no need to raise their head above the parapet, but it will be more clearer tomorrow when the vote happens. Yeah, very quickly, because I want to squeeze one more in before the news, Andy. Same question to you as your fellow Rangers fan a, f- a few moments ago. Do you think Rangers will get the numbers tomorrow, or is, is this going to have to rumble on in some other way? Uh, I don't know if they'll get the percentage that's needed, mm-hmm. but I think... If we get more than half of 50%, then that's a vote of no confidence in my eyes, considering all the teams involved, you know? Yeah, I see where you're coming from in terms of the numbers, but of course there is a threshold that you need to pass, and it, and it either does or it doesn't. Um, I kind of get where Andy's coming from, and we'll maybe get back to that later on in terms of what a certain number would, would look like, but I want to squeeze in one more. So Raymond is a Celtic fan in Stirling. Hi, Raymond. Hi. How's it going? How are you doing? Okay. Hi. Good. What you got for us? Um, I've just been listening to a lot of the stuff over the last few weeks, and 
over the last weekend there, there's a definite shift, obviously. My point is, when Rangers originally sort of jumped in with both feet, they made some pretty serious allegations. They were asking for heats to roll and everything. There wasn't a big appetite for that. We were all waiting on the dossier. The dossier was roundly panned as no having the bullet point and this huge rightly says nothing in it to say that Neil Doncaster or whoever should uh, be suspended. On Friday night, when it came to light that the reconstruction had been thrown out, a lot of these chairmen and have then came out and expressed their grievances. And it's all self-serving. It's two different, completely different issues. You could be having two inquiries here. The Rangers one was based on, it's, in fact, it's, the Rangers inquiry, they, could, they can say it's an inquiry. They diluted their stance when everybody realised their dossier didn't have a smoking gun, as it were. They've diluted their stance. Now everybody's jumped on the Rangers' bandwagon for an inquiry. Again, self-serving. Because it'll be paid for. But in a sense, they're investigating themselves. Because we had the day, the Inverness Cali uh, chairman coming out and saying he was bullied. We've had the Dunfermline chairman coming out and saying, well, refuting that. And saying, this was understood to have been a sort of off-the-record thing, a WhatsApp group between the chairman, as chairman of their clubs. It's funny when you think back now, they were all wanting their money, they all voted for it, they voted for the, the resolution, they got their money, when they find out they're maybe going to be, seem to be ill done, un, Ill done to by the, the, rec, the reconstruction yeah. situation, they're now jumping on this bandwagon when it's been it's been forgotten about that it's two different things. You can yeah, rest assured. Yeah, no, it definitely is. It definitely is, Hugh. And the reason I'm just going to jump in because we're extremely short on time. But to be fair to most of these clubs, and that's why I picked Aberdeen out as the exception to the rule, but most of these clubs did vote no to this resolution all along. Uh-huh. Listen, you can streamline this. As I say, the question is the intellectual equivalent of do you take sugar in your tea? Do you want an investigation into the work practices of the SPFL? Yes or no? If 75% say, no, we don't, then the matter ends there unless Rangers want to do something about it. Because if you're talking about protocol and the way business is conducted, the articles of your association say if you get a 75% vote at an EGM, that's it. So if 75% or even more say no to an investigation tomorrow the ball is in Rangers court Thank you Raymond in Stirling quite interesting timing though that you bring up the inter-club bullying allegations in the championship a couple of clubs have had their say we'll look at that after we do this Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online thescottishsun.co.uk slash football Right, come on, let's take a breather just for two minutes A bit of fun on a Monday night You come on here, you take on Alex Ray If you get more questions right than him, you win a signed ball And you don't need to worry about voting or investigations Or reconstruction or bullying or anything for just two minutes It'll be good fun, I promise If you fancy it tonight, 0141 951 1025 And the call needs to be in before 7 o'clock 
Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors, experienced players who know how to win. Talk to Thompson's.com. Hugh Kevens and Alex Ray both waiting to take your calls. 0141-951-1025 If you missed the first hour, where on earth have you been? We tried our best to look at where we're at ahead of this vote tomorrow, uh, as Rangers, Hearts, Stranraer, and others push for an independent investigation. We heard from Partick Thistle Chief Executive Jerry Britton. They're going to do that very much. Vote yes uh, to try and repair some of the trust issues going on at the moment. Talks about potentially somewhere down the line the full structure of the SPFL needing changed to make things a bit easier. Um, and of course, looking at the possibilities with what might lie ahead if the vote doesn't pass tomorrow. But in the meantime, just a bit of light relief for you. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Beat the pundit time. Alex Ray is in the studio. Hugh Evans, are you still with us? Let me check that delay. Can you hear me? I can hear you loud and clear. I think I'm, I think I'm going to make you eligible for Beat the Pundit tonight. I've missed you on Beat the Pundit, so oh. uh, you don't sound like you're too far behind us there in the man cave. So let's try it. Heads. Um, Ryan and Airdrie is going to take on Hugh Keevans and tails it will be Alex Ray and it is heads Hugh Keevans great right. on, let's, make, oh. let's make him disappear I think I know the right button producer Dan is panicking here in case I press the wrong one there we go right Hugh's disappeared imagine having that power how many football fans in Scotland would love to make Hugh Keevans disappear I've just done it Ryan and Airdrie how are you doing how are you doing alright yeah good are you well I am alright Good man I'm going to put you up against Hugh Keevan So he can't hear you anymore It's just you and I 30 seconds on the clock The only thing you need to know Is that you can pass So if you don't know it Pass it and move on to the next one Ready? No worries Charles Good man let's go From which club did Celtic sign Chris Commons? Derby What nationality is Motherwell's Chris Long? English Who did Rangers beat in the 2009 Scottish Cup final? Aberdeen Who won Euro 2000? Spain. Which junior side are nicknamed The Lock? Okay, like Talbot. Who won the Scottish League Cup in 2012? Celtic. Which club did Gordon DL leave Man City for? Rangers. Okay, they're quite tough. I thought let's bring Hugh Keevans back. Uh, let's find him. Hugh Keevans, can you hear us? He's beeping. That doesn't sound good. Ground control to Major Tom. <laughs> good stuff, right? Same set of questions well, to you. Well, it's your fault. 30 seconds on the clock Are you ready? Okay. Oh no he's got a big delay now Producer Dan This was always likely to happen We'll give him a couple of seconds See if we can reboot him Right Hugh can you hear us? I can hear you loud and clear Okay Your 30 seconds starts okay. Now seconds. From which club did Celtic sign Chris Commons? Uh, Preston What nationality is Motherwell's Chris Long? Uh, Scottish Who did Rangers beat in the 2009 Scottish Cup final? Dundee Who won Euro 2000? Uh, Germany Which junior side are nicknamed The Lock? I'm going to let you go a bit longer Because you've got a terrible delay Who won the Scottish League Cup in 2012? Um, Celtic And at which club did Gordon DL leave Man City for? Which club did Gordon DL leave Man City for? Uh, 
Wraith Rovers Okay we'll leave it there Ryan you won't mind You'll be feeling charitable tonight You could hear he was miles behind my question So I thought I'd let him catch up with you Is that alright? Aye no worries Good man let's go through them And find out the damage From which club did Celtic sign Chris Commons It is Derby 1-0 to Ryan What nationality is Motherwell's Chris Long He's English 2-0 to Ryan Who did Rangers beat in the 9 Scottish Cup final? Dundee United It was Falkirk mm. So none of you got it right Who won Euro 2000? It was France, France. Uh, So it's still 2-0 to Ryan As we head into question 5 This is where Hugh Keevans threatens the comeback Which junior side are nicknamed The Lock It was Pollock mm. um, Who won the Scottish League Cup in 2012? It was Kilmarnock And at which club did Gordon DL leave Man City for? Um, it's probably a, you know they'll all do that eventually when De Bruyne and them yes. when they leave Man City they'll probably go to Partick Thistle as well. Uh, it was Partick Thistle, which means only one for Hugh Kevens and two for you, Ryan and Airdrie. The sign ball is on its way. Thanks, buddy. Cheers. Good man, Ryan and Airdrie. Sign ball is all his. Uh, Hugh Kevens just blame the delay. I mean, I gave you the right amount of questions, but blame it anyway. Nah, I just blame me. You had a bit of a mare there, didn't you? That's the worst I've heard you. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's, it's difficult with uh, all this delay business going. <laughs> That's fine, we'll forgive him. Uh, Partick, th- Man City to Partick Thistle, change days, change days. <laughs> That's the number you need to get in touch tonight. You can tweet us as well. Uh, we are at Clyde SSB. Now, bully gate Hugh Keevans. Um, so much focus on alleged bullying with regards to this SPFL vote. Rangers have used that word a number of times and people have sort of jumped on that and, and made this very much about Rangers but actually the key part of the bullying allegation doesn't involve Rangers it involves clubs in the Championship now Inverness, Caledonian Thistle say that they will tell any independent inquiry about bullying and threats against them um, now Neil Doncaster says no one's formally reported anything to him and says there's a difference between robust exchanges and bullying but Inverness say, well, we believe it was bullying, it was against us, and we'll provide evidence of it to any independent investigation, Hugh. Well, I have to go back to the, the, the point about tomorrow's meeting. It is about voting for an investigation. Now, if the vote is not to have an investigation, then Inverness must give Rangers a call and say, what do we do about it now? Because... If this is all about investigation, now, protocol and work practices, the organisation of which you are a part says a 75% majority means you don't get an investigation. Inverness must take their allegations to Rangers and say, look, we should join you. And others who are like-minded must go to Rangers as well. It's all about what happens if... 75% 75% of the SPFL's 42 clubs tomorrow say, no, we don't want an investigation. It's then up to those who are of a mind not to let this matter drop. It's up to them to decide what they do next. The bullying part of it is fascinating as well, Alex, because yeah. it's there's been so many different complaints. And I'm, this is not me saying they are all valid, but these are the complaints that are out there. You know, the, the sort of time frame and the, the length of time clubs were given and the releasing of the results and the information that they had, all the rest of it. And then there's the bullying thing. And now Inver- uh, Dunfermline, I should say, responded to that today. Um, Dunfermline's Ross MacArthur has rejected Inverness's claims of bullying and threats. Um, it's interesting because Inverness don't don't name him publicly or, or don't name them Fermlin. 
But MacArthur says it's clearly apparent that he's the one being accused by Inverness He says it's regrettable and extremely embarrassing He says the alleged threats um, He actually, sorry, accuses Inverness of being continually aggressive and confrontational Here's the bit that's difficult I think we can say that He, Ross MacArthur, says he was speaking in that group chat as the Dunfermline chairman And not as the SPFL board member And that goes right back to what we said about Jerry Britton You're almost asking for trouble when when you can say I wasn't actually talking as as an SPFL board member there I was talking as a Dunfermline director or a Brecon director or a Motherwell director That's difficult I think that's when uh, it starts getting murky, Gordon Because if you go back to um, earlier uh, communication by Ross uh, MacArthur and the league on the build up to the original vote. They says that they were in consultation with clubs within their division about uh, the the appetite to end the league. So, at what point do you actually switch off and switch on? Because I find it extremely difficult, and I, and I t- wholeheartedly agree with Jerry Britton was saying and Hugh Evans in, in relation to the setup of it. Uh, it's very difficult to separate. Your chairmanship from uh, mm. Dunfermline And beyond the board Now Hugh here's the difficulty I think we all know by now This has become a very polarised issue And people have picked sides If that's uh, if that's the right way to put it Ross MacArthur says It most certainly wasn't a threat um, It was simply a potential consequence Of their action not to back the SPFL Resolution currently put in front of them Neil Doncaster described it over the weekend As a robust exchange Now we would never On this show um, sort of brush over bullying because it's, it's clearly it's a very serious thing. But you have to acknowledge that there is an element of subjectivity there, and what one person might consider bullying, another person might not. Especially in these types of circles, and really, this is this is going to have to be sorted out by someone because at the moment, Inverness say they were bullied, Dunfermline say they weren't. I mean, it, how how do you draw any sort of real opinion based on that? Uh. They're like wanes in a playground um, for me. Uh, and I, I try to rise above all of this. I, as you rightly say, Gordon, bullying is not something to be dismissed as an irrelevance. But Scottish football is a coarse environment. Uh, and I can't believe that uh, big boys in places like Fife and in Inverness uh, are necessarily shattered by uh, being shouted at by somebody else in the game of football. I'm not dismissing it lightly. But I am getting back to the core situation here. There's a vote tomorrow. If 75% say they want an investigation, they get one. If 75% say they don't want an investigation, they don't get one. Now, it's then up to those who are particularly upset with the governance of Scottish football as represented by the SPFL, it is then up to them tomorrow. If they do not get an independent investigation, it is up to them to do something about it. I don't know the mechanics because it's never happened. In my experience of Scottish football, it has never happened that someone would contemplate such action. But it's up to those who are left disappointed tomorrow, if they are left disappointed, to tell us what they intend to do about it then. But then it is all linked, Alex, because that, you know, that's the point. Hugh says, you know, sort of focusing on those who are unhappy with with the governance. Now, even if this is this alleged interclub bullying, Inverness allege it, and Fermland deny it. The next point is that 
Was it reported to Neil Doncaster? What specifically was reported to Neil Doncaster? What did he then do? I mean, he's gone on record a number of times as saying no formal complaint was made. What does, what does that mean? Does that mean that an informal complaint was made? Uh, does, does that not require the same procedure? I, I don't know the answer to any of these. I'm, I'm genuinely asking, and, and that's what people ultimately want ironed out. Yeah, I think when you... Sit back Gordon You look at a lot of this stuff A lot of it's been said Two, three, four, five weeks down the line Depending on certain circumstances So some clubs have came to the fore Over the course of the weekend Because of the restructuring Breaking down Inverness Have actually flagged this up At the off So Again Going back to the point Why was it not even And and I don't even think this would be A particular hard thing to look into Because there's only a certain amount of people involved Within that group chat And if it was actually Hugh was saying there with, uh, If it was shouting or so forth I'm not sure whether it was done over a phone Or whether it was done through an, a WhatsApp WhatsApp isn't it WhatsApp so, messages Yeah so what I'm saying I is I don't know if uh, there were voice notes Before anyone asks I don't think so <laughs> But what I'm saying is Whether there was actually any evidence Within that context Of that WhatsApp group That you could actually scour through mm. And then come up with your own decision But you actually said it It's subjective It's depending yeah, how someone receives that kind of and as part of as part of Ross MacArthur's denial, he says that other Championship clubs will back him and will confirm it was the behaviour of Inverness that has continually been aggressive and confrontational. So add that to the list of unanswered questions that we've got at the moment. John's and Bishop Briggs, clear it all up for us, John. Uh, all right, panel. Uh, it's just a, it's a wee question, to Alex. Obviously, uh, Alex, you as a Rangers fan, uh, obviously with this investigation, what is it really? You as a fan, will put a smile on your face. To come out of this investigation See obviously It does come out There was corruption with him And the day lost our jobs What does it change for you On the football park He's still running at a loss Selic's still clearing up Season after season We're, we're still getting trebles All the time uh, We're still running right in Scottish football uh, See uh, Neil Doncaster's not doing that On the football pitch for us uh, So players And our clubs run brilliantly uh, yeah, so what is it that's, that's a you really want for that But John that's a different thing altogether You've actually asked me What would you want An investigation and Then you've wanted The football side of things So are you, what, Do you want The investigation side of things I just would like Proper governance If there was wrongdoing A better practices Now When you get guys Like Jerry Britton Coming on the show Guys that have been Steeped in football And saying they're having To do things That they've never done In years Contemplating uh, You know Taking legal uh, process against the governing body Hearts are possibly Maybe going down that avenue Rangers are threatened to do it If they don't get the votes So It's not just about Rangers John And I think that's where you're getting caught up There's a lot of people You know you look at Falkirk as well He talks about You know They've been deceived There's mentions of bullying Throughout the course of this whole Procedure as well For me that If you can clear all that up It's a start In the right direction John Now if you want to go back And talk to your football club Celtic are actually run brilliantly They're cantering it every year And it's up to Rangers to actually step up to the mark So from a Rangers perspective I'd like them to be more of a challenge uh, But you know you have to put it in perspective Because you've actually said as well That your club's running brilliantly They they turn over almost 90 million 100 million annually Which is considerably more than anyone else So they've got all the aces going forward It's up to the other clubs Particularly Rangers to try and catch them yeah, but so thing I'm, why is it Rangers that's making the most noise about it? And really, if, if the season's a golden hour, they're not really losing nothing. They were finished second, the wheels came off weeks ago. Uh, it was actually a good thing, obviously, for you it's ended now, because you wouldn't need to watch all the celebrations. Uh, we tell fans are rubbed it right in your faces once we were celebrating nine in a row. 
John, yeah, you can just sit and be about half of it now and just shout an asterisk. John, see if you uh, get the the call in the next couple of days, which we presume uh, that Celtic do. Do you know think Celtic people are out there celebrating? Ah, uh, but see, personally, me, obviously, we deserve a great. Uh, we'll run away with it, but just it just getting me called at ah, it just it's uh, I, I agree have with the you, John. buzz. John I would have just sitting there on the stall in the final whistle gone. And watching my team on that podium with that name's title in a row, the emotions running through. We've missed it and all that. We're not going to get to experience that. We're just going to get to hear it on the radio and just, obviously, we'll be happy with it. And then we're just never going to hear the end of Astics, Astics, Astics. Then obviously, your team's ran away with it. We've ran away with the league since after Christmas. John, I was actually on a, I was on a, a chat to a pal of mine the other day. He's a big Dundee United fan, takes his daughter and his cousin. Home and away The three of them travel The width and breadth of the country And he says That's the biggest thing for him That he's not going to get The opportunity to grab his daughter And his nephew or I think it is And cuddle him And celebrate in front of the boys So I, I take your point on board Wholeheartedly Alright uh, Hugh Keevans Bring you in here uh, I, 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 I must say that I, I don't like all the talk About we've been denied A celebration uh, If Celtic are Declared the champions Then I would expect Peter Lawwell And Neil Lennon uh, to acknowledge how well the, the team had performed throughout the season. I would expect them to congratulate the players, but I would expect them also to be dignified and to remember why the season was called early. Called early because of human tragedy. And I'm quite sure that Neil Lennon, who spoke emotionally about getting out on a Thursday night and clapping the NHS outside his house, uh, I'm quite sure that Neil Lennon would understand that there was a need to congratulate his players, but also a need to accept the championship graciously, bearing in mind the circumstances under which it has been called early. John and Bishop Briggs, thank you very much for getting in touch. Hopefully we will speak to you soon. We are going to get a full-time teaser. Get your pen and paper ready. I think, well, it's the safest prediction I could ever make. I think you out there... We'll beat Hugh Evans and Alex Ray to the 10 answers that we're looking for. We'll give you the question next. The Full Time Teaser with scottishsun.co.uk Get all the latest football news and opinion. Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Helping you return to action. Talk to thompsons.com Alex Ray and Hugh Evans here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Let me quickly get your teaser up and running for tonight. Like I say, it is an, a safe bet looking at your performance on Friday. Uh, I think everyone out there will scoosh this compared to you two. Uh, so sent in by Grant Smith tonight. Thank you to Grant for contributing. He says, can you name the last 10 losing managers in Scottish Cup finals? So it's a simple question. I don't know if the answers are simple. Can you name the last 10 Losing managers In Scottish Cup finals Hugh kick us off Mark Warburton Yes Alex uh, Last 10 uh, Lennon No Derek McInnes Yes Stevie Clark No One more from you Hugh Um Oh, Levine? Uh, Steve, Stephen Robinson. Oh, you're both flying. You've, right, okay. Levine and Robinson will definitely leave it there. You've got Levine, Robinson, McInnes, Warburton. Uh, that's actually the last four. Uh, so you're doing not too bad. You've got four of ten already. And of course, you, good timing on the question because is what could have been, what should have been Monday, 
The 11th of May This should have been The Scottish Cup Final review show We should have been At Hamden on Saturday In the sun It's always sunny Sometimes on Scottish Cup Final day And this would have been it This would have been The big look back On the Scottish Cup Final If the calendar Had gone to plan Yeah uh, Terrible sadness But it, it will be Played to a conclusion Some Day in the future When we uh, Are finally over This dreadful Human tragedy That's a uh, uh, in our midst uh, It will be played I look forward to an Edinburgh derby uh, And I look forward to yet again Celtic playing Aberdeen in the other semi-final It will get done You're right Gordon We can spend every weekend saying Oh this could have been And this would have been uh, But we know why we don't have that So we'll look forward to the, the sunny day When it does take place I feel a bit apologetic for the number of subplots that are developing here But, but they are important And I feel like I want to bring you up to speed with as many of them as possible uh, now, no, not, Please don't tell me another one Yeah, yeah, listen Once you've had 15 statements You might as well up it to 50 and see what you get on uh, Breakin uh, are the latest And it says Because you may remember in Ranger dossier There is a specific allegation about Breakin I'm not sure if everyone's seen it And about their chairman Ken Ferguson uh, The statement tonight says that that... I'll tell you what the allegation is, sorry, from Rangers So they mention it tonight It says there's an accusation pointed at our chairman In the lead up to the vote, April 10th uh, It states, it's been alleged Ken Ferguson Called League Two clubs And told them Inverness had changed their vote to yes And as a result the resolution was going to be approved And there was no point in the League clubs voting no Breakin say this is categorically refuted Unfortunately it's feeding a media frenzy And by association Breakin and our chairman are being subjected to unnecessary scrutiny And wholly unwarranted abuse um, in, in addition to anecdotal evidence From all the other League 2 clubs We have in our possession Verification from each club That no such call was made I mean that's, pr- that's a pretty strong Absolutely. rebuttal And it almost It looks as if there is a Backing by the other clubs within the League 2 as well So it kind of kiboshes what Rangers have alluded to within the the dossier. So this is the thing, Gordon. Everyone is actually, and they have a right to actually defend herself. Now, what happened now is Ken Ferguson's, you know, um, who is on the SPFL yeah. board as well. So he's obviously come out uh, and felt as if the need to defend mm. himself, and he has every right. I detect a hint of frustration from you, Mister Kevins, that that we keep delving into some of this detail, but. I'll, I'll ask you politely to just come with me uh, on this one because there is a very clear allegation within Rangers dossier against Ken Ferguson and against Breakin. He's now saying not only is it not true, but every other club in League Two will, will, will back me up and confirm that it's not true. Well, my immediate reaction to that, Gordon, is whatever possessed Douglas Park or whoever inserted that insinuation into the dossier, whatever possessed them to do it, if they were not in full possession of the facts, which Ken Ferguson and the other clubs in that division appear to be. So it undermines Rangers' dossier on the eve of a vote which has been called for over Rangers' dossier. Yeah, but then again, to be fair, it's back to what we said at the start. It is claim and counterclaim. We don't know specifically then where, where Rangers got that from. Presumably someone... Thinks it's the case, and I, how how are you meant to pick your way on through uh, pick your way through this, Hugh, um, without some sort of detailed investigation? Now, and that's that's not me saying we are on Rangers' side, and there must be an investigation. But there are so many unanswered questions. So, 
You either accept that you're never going to get to the bottom of it Which some people might want to do That's okay I could make my peace with that But if you want the answers Then you probably are going to have to get some sort of Forensic look at all this stuff My fervent wish, Gordon Is that we actually manage to get 42 votes tomorrow Without any drama Before this descends even deeper into farce Uh, But I repeat If Ken Ferguson can call upon every other club in his division to back him up that no such thing was said by him, then Rangers owe the man an apology. The whole thing's a mess, Gordon. The whole thing's a mess. Because and you wouldn't argue with that either, what Hugh just said there. Without a shadow of a doubt, Gordon, because if, if you have made an allegation, it's only right and proper that you actually address that. And if you go, and, and this is the thing, because what you're doing is you're jumping from that particular thing to other stuff that came out George Fraser of the Lowland Leagues Over the course of the weekend Was kind of mentioning sort of Certain behaviours as well Around about Where Brecon would be placed So You're getting all sorts of Various People from various Kind of leagues uh, Coming up mm. with this stuff And until They get answers It's just going to wrangle on Okay let's speak to Ian Who is a Partick Thistle fan But I think he's got a response To John the previous caller Is that right Ian? Yeah That was one of my points Um we got a guy on there bemoaning the fact that he won't be able to celebrate his team picking up their ninth title and how he's, you know, how sad and he's going to be been up and able to do that. So he's selling the situation some fans, like Thistle fans, Falker fans. How do you think they feel just now? It's not in case of worse. They're actually getting worse than not celebrating because they're going down when they shouldn't, especially in Thistle's situation when they were still a game in hand. Uh, the whole thing is just as farcical. The whole situation. Now all these clubs are now talking about uh, claiming that one team said something and somebody's bullying somebody else. Uh, it is like a schoolyard, and the truth's never going to come out now because people are denying things. They're denying they're saying things. There's obviously people not telling the truth. There's people that said things and now they're regretting it and they're back on it. And uh, the whole the whole place is a shambles. The whole SPFL. Needs to have a good hard look at itself. Some people need to look at their integrity, um, just their total way of doing business. And, and in fact, they've been honest and come out and telling the truth. It's absolutely disgrace what's going on. Right, t- talk to me from a Partick Thistle perspective. We had Jerry Britton on earlier, Ian. They're going to back calls for an independent investigation. First of all, do you think you'll get that? And if you don't, would you like to see Thistle really? Dig in and, and try and take this further Or would you then Reluctantly accept it I don't think it will go through I think there's too many teams in that Especially in our Premier League just now uh, that, so, so, I know clubs look after themselves But there's certain teams for years Have had pushed votes through Thistle have suffered many times Way back to the times with the old seated stadiums And were forced to pay extra money To get building certificates issued early And then the season or two later They do away with the rule I mean, it's just time after time I've been dealt a, a, a really bad hand of cards here Yeah, I get that I mean, that wouldn't be the the SPFL board, to be fair But that, that doesn't mean that you, you won't feel aggrieved Historically What about after that then, Ian? If you don't think it will go through Do you want legal action? Do you do you want to take this the whole way? I don't I, I'll just see, I just see it costing just a lot of money they don't have And I don't see a, a positive outcome of it I, I, I'm just sickened by the whole thing You, 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 you lose interest Sorry, to lose interest in football when he gets to this stage 
When yeah. we've got this coronavirus situation, and then these people are, to me, have been petty, self-centred and selfish. That's all they are. Yeah, that's the difficulty, Hugh. Um, Neil Doncaster making it clear over the weekend again that you know if you take the SPFL to court, you're you're just taking the other clubs to court. I mean, that's where the money comes from, and people sometimes forget that the SPFL is the forty-two clubs. So if one of our clubs, two of our clubs, three of our clubs, however many, want to take the SPFL to court, the the money would have to come out of the coffers from from all their fellow clubs. That doesn't mean to say that it. That it's wrong, but it's clearly a it's clearly an issue. Well, Douglas Park is a, is on record as saying that he will personally cover the costs. Well, of an independent uh, investigation, though, I'm sort of thinking a bit beyond that. If if that because you you've all made it quite clear that you don't think that will pass tomorrow. I'm talking about in the event of a no vote tomorrow. In the event of a no vote, then the ball goes back to Douglas Park. But, but Jerry uh, Britton's been on as well and saying they would consider further. Roots. Yeah, but but Patrick Patrick Thistle can consider, and they could team up with others. But Patrick Thistle, as a club, could not possibly fund the legal costs involved in an independent investigation. Douglas Park, I would imagine, can cover the costs of the investigation. He may wish to round up uh, a few other clubs and to make a concerted attempt to get an investigation. But as I said to you, Gordon, I don't know how you go about that because. I have never known such a situation in the history of Scottish football. So, would he be contemplating a civil action claiming that the SPFL acted uh, wrongly? I don't know. It's up to him after tomorrow's vote takes place if he loses the vote. Okay, let's bring in John and Parkhead. Hi, John. Hi, Gordon. Alex, you? How's it going? You right? Uh, I feel I feel wrong for the. I'm a Rangers fan, but I want to talk as a football fan. I feel wrong. No, I feel very. I feel sad for the the, the fifth party Thistle fan there, Marine. I really do. And I, I, I listened to Jerry Britton tonight uh, very carefully what, what he said. I mean, also they, they spoke to a, the, the was it a QC and also a junior QC, mm-hmm. and they actually, Jerry actually said that. They had a great chance. I know they dropped it because of, for the good of the game, but they had a great chance of winning their case. That's what he said tonight. But, but what I'm trying to say, just another couple of things, Gordon. Surely for the good of Scottish football, doesn't matter who you support, you would like to see an independent inquiry. Take away the league titles on it, because your, your football, in my opinion, is going back to me. And I was thinking about tonight when I was listening to the show, well, what is maybe Sky TV thinking about all this? Are they sitting back on that? Do we really want to get involved with a football association who allegedly there may be corruption and there may be a few other things going on? I mean, I, I just, I just think we're the shoes are earlier on. I think we're going back mm. anyway. Co- I, I, I okay. really do. A couple of things are just for accuracy. I mean, the the, the immediate television contract is is signed. I mean, okay. we, we're, we've got a TV contract for next season. The wider point about what this maybe looks like to commercial investors and stuff, yes. I take that. I'm also and yeah, John did say alleged, Hugh, that some of the language around this is getting out of control because corruption, I, I, I'm not sure who has actually alleged corruption. The SPFL in their defence keeps saying Rangers allegations of corruption and then Rangers tend to come back and say we've never said corruption. So, so many strong words are being thrown about now, Hugh. Yeah, I think the word we should bear in mind is wrongdoing. Rangers alleged wrongdoing. Now, that's why... 
everyone will gather tomorrow and, and 42 representatives of the clubs will vote. Uh, Rangers feel there has been wrongdoing. Uh, the, the, the dossier is what will be acted upon tomorrow. Do you feel in the wake of Rangers' dossier there is a need for an independent investigation? For me, the most intriguing thing will be if 75% say no, we don't think, we don't think there's a need for an independent investigation. Do, sorry, sorry, just let, let, let me remind you that it doesn't require that, it only requires 25% to say no. 75% need to say yes. Yeah, I beg your pardon. Yeah, you've got it the right way around. Um, if the the vote is not to have an independent investigation, where do we go from there? And that must go back to Douglas Park because he's the one who has instigated this move and who has said that he will personally fund the legal costs of an independent investigation. So if Rangers do not get an independent investigation out of tomorrow's vote, where is it going from there? John, Rangers and other clubs have got concerns about the governance of Scottish football. There clearly there are maybe some personal elements to that as well. Would certain clubs like to see Neil Doncaster removed? It certainly appears to be the case. But what about after all that, if you like, John? I mean, what do we do with the fact that we can't play football at the moment? Is, is there not an inevitability that we call this league in the next couple of days even, in the next week, Celtic get declared the winners... You know, where do we actually go on on that front, John? Well, I've got to, but I've got to be honest with you, Gordon. I mean, obviously, I'm a Rangers fan, and, and Rangers have come out and stated. Remember what, what uh, thing we said last week, Stuart Robertson. This is not about. This is his words, not my words. This is not about Celtic winning nine in a row. Mm-hmm. This is about the governance of, of Scottish football. Which I want to say, if you if you're football minded. Any other business, any other business, if it was a bank, a, a massive building company, whatever it was, people would want to know what was going on. Yeah, and the, the figures weren't matching up. That's the point. That's the point I'm trying to make, John. These are these are very much linked because we are not where we are today if it's not for a resolution to end the lower league season with a view to the Premiership then following suit. Now, I completely accept that a lot of stuff happened in and around that vote. Which has led to unanswered questions And people then want change But in terms of what we do with our league In terms of curtailing it Naming teams as, as champions Do we actually have any alternative To that part of it? Gordon, Gordon you, you, know the, you know yourself The Rangers and Celtic thing that the, the nine are all I'm, I'm a Rangers fan right? And I spoke to a few, few guys I know And I was I want, I want the season. I want the football to get back in the park. But it doesn't look like that's going to happen. And I've actually spoke to a, a, a few guys, and we, we're actually Rangers fans. We're looking see Celtic to, to get the league. They get the league, right? Would I be happy? I wouldn't be happy. But if that's how, if that's going to be better, and maybe the guy that come on and, and says to you, you know, says to, says to Ali, I bet we're going to miss you and celebrate and all the rest of it. And then the official fan come on and tell you, well, what's worse? He's going to see his team get relegated. And, and I mean... Hello? He's just disappeared And don't accuse me Of doing that thing That happened when the, the contestant Swore on Beat the Pundit And I just pretended That he disappeared he's, that, he's genuinely disappeared I don't know where he's gone No he's definitely away He can come back He can call, give us a call back uh, But Hugh that, Like I said there There's so many different Issues to this But, but surely Even those And we heard from Jerry Britton Admitting it himself And Stuart Robertson Admitted it last week Even those who are 
For an independent investigation Who are against the SPFL board Now admit that playing football Is not really an option So what do we do? The bottom line for me Is that Rangers And I'm paraphrasing here uh, Rangers believe that the Governance of the SPFL Is under suspicion And that's never a good look However If the clubs tomorrow vote against the idea of an independent investigation at the risk of sounding like a broken record, it's back to Douglas Park and Rangers. Let me just, um, we are really short on time, but I want to bring John back in just for proof, John, that I didn't cut you off because that's what people will accuse me of. (laughs) Good man, that was John in Parkhead. I promised it would be short and sweet. We're late for the break. Quickly on the teaser, Alex. Uh, I'm going to go for uh, Yogi Hoos. No, he... Peter Houston. Yes, Hugh. Uh, Pat Fenlon Brilliant Well done Four to get We'll get them next The Full Time Teaser With ScottishSun.co.uk Get all the latest Football news And opinion We're on the home straight On tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Keevans And Alex Ray Still time to get calls in though On 01419511025 uh, on tonight's question now, Remember If you want to hear Your question On the show The address you need Is Full Time at Clyde1.com That's full time At Clyde1.com And Grant says tonight Can you name The last 10 Losing managers In Scottish Cup finals So starting most recently We've got Craig Levine Stephen Robinson Derek McInnes Mark Warburton Peter Houston And Pat Fenlon You've got a few there Have you got any more? Might say Pat Lennon No Craig Brown No Hugh Rowan Alexander Nope ah. He's not in the last 10 Gus McPherson? No. Mm. I'm struggling now. Um, Jim Jeffries? No. Oh, did you hit? What about Hibs? You, uh, John Collins? No, Pat Fenlon is your only Hibs, only Hibs one, I think, yes. Um, no McCoy's? Nope. Okay, I'll give you some thinking. Wallace Smith? No. Gus McPherson? No, 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 no. We're leaving it there. You two have lost it. You, well, it's got to be Ronnie. Tyler. No. <laughs> You're missing the one in between Fenlon and Houston. So can you can you remember that it's one? It's got to be Hearts, you. Um, who was the. So Houston was, Houston was 2015, Inverness beat Falkirk. Who was 2014? What was significant about the Scottish Cup final in 2014, Hugh? Can you remember? It was the one before 2015 What was significant about <laughs> Glasgow in 2014 then? I'll help you here What happened in Glasgow in 2014? Games. Right So did we play the final at Hamden that year? No, because they're running track round it Yeah, it was So at it was at Celtic, Celtic Park. Park So does that jog any memories? Oh uh, uh, What was the teams here? Tommy Wright Tommy Wright won the cup Mm-hmm and therefore, Jackie McNamara. There we go. We got there in the end. Jackie McNamara, you've got three to get. Let's speak to Brian and Pollock. Hi, Brian. Hi, how are you doing? Not bad. Are you well? Aye, fine. Good, aye. good. What's on your mind? Uh, I'm just in the strange position of agreeing with you for once. Oh, wow. That's never this good. This is where you said that. It's gone it's to the stage where people are just putting out statements after statements, and then there's a reply to that statement, which brings another reply to that statement. Half the stuff that gets put in the statements is just factually untrue. But people go with that anyway. And then it gets dragged up again a week later when it's already been established that something's no true. 
it gets dragged up as some sort of controversy a week later. Mm-hmm. Get to the vote tomorrow. See what happens. Whatever happens is the democratic right of all the clubs. And then if anybody's not happy with it, then they can deal with it then. Put up or shut up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hugh, this actually leads me nicely onto a point that one of the callers raised earlier, and I wanted to, to go back to it. Forgive me, I can't remember the name. It needs 32 out of 42 to pass, right? Now, we all know how democracy works. It doesn't really matter what number you get below that. If you get 29 or you get 21 or you get 3, the resolution can't pass. And I'm not suggesting that it should. But just from a personal perspective, in your mind, is there a number? Is there a threshold where it gets to that you say, okay, the resolution doesn't pass, but my goodness, that doesn't look good for Neil Doncaster or for the the hierarchy at the SPFL? If it was 50-50, uh, the equivalent of a hung jury, if you like, uh, then I would say that that's a, a blow in terms of uh, the reputation and image of the SPFL. Uh, but it does not, under the Constitution, get you anything. It just looks slightly embarrassing for the SPFL. So, for me, if there's a clear-cut vote in favour of having an investigation, carry on. Let's have it all out in the open. But if not, then I repeat, it's back to Douglas mm. Park because he's got the ball under his arm and he's running with it and he must then decide in which direction he wants to run now. Yeah, like I say, Alex, I hope I'm not misrepresenting that too much. If it if it falls below the 32 clubs, it falls below and, and, and it has to fail. That That's the way, that's the way it works. From a personal perspective though I just feel like it would be quite interesting Just to see the numbers Just to see what level of support yeah, there is Well listen I think we, I know exactly what you're saying Gordon In terms of when do you start saying that There's a real concern here If you said maybe 35 to 45% You maybe get the low end That's obviously a quarter Sorry a third of your uh, members Who are actually asking for an investigation So that kind of would alarm me That so many were actually looking uh, With Looking for answers basically And so uh, you know But again It's really Subjective at the moment Until we actually find out What the actual number is What do you think Brian? Is there a Is there, a, is there an outcome there Brian Where it doesn't reach the 32 But you would think well, You know that that's quite a lot And would that sort of worry you About where we go going forward? Oh, well Not really Because the rules are the rules So yeah, you just need to fair. deal with Whatever comes to it No I do accept that you can't be bringing... That's, that's the thing that's happening now. It's grey areas that are getting brought into everything. Things that are black and white are getting turned into grey areas when they're no. They're just black and white. If only it was that simple, Hugh Evans. <laughs> I, I admire Brian's yeah. simplification process, but we don't, we don't do black and white in this part of the world. Well, well we'll just have to learn, uh, because Brian's right in the sense that uh, if it was 50-50, then... Yeah, for me, it would be slightly embarrassing for the SPFL, but no cigar. You don't get your inquiry. You don't get your independent investigation. Unless you then want to try some other manoeuvre, and only one person can decide on that, and that's Douglas Park. I always go back to the the, the thing, though, with this whole thing. You know, um, as member clubs, how do you... And I take Hugh's point on, I take uh, the callers, uh, Brian as well there, that you you take it, you actually take it further, but at some point, you know, you have to try and build trust. If as a certain percentage, I've just mentioned a lot, mm-hmm. a third of your members are kind of 
Saying they don't trust you Or suspicious Or they want to have a look into it Then you need to do something to fix it And we're not saying that's an investigation But Well that's what I'm saying Because without that Where does the trust Where do you start building bridges And and without that clarity Going forward This will rumble on Yeah Is that a potential issue Brian And Something that that might be difficult How do you see the these relationships in, in the future? I know you say we just have to get over it But it might be easier said than done yeah, Well that comes that They will only find that when it happens mm-hmm. There's no point in trying to speculate about something that you can't, You're trying to read somebody's mind some, In some event, event in the future If somebody wants, is threatening that they're going to take legal action Then it plays out that that's what comes to pass Then fine, deal with that then Let's see what the legal route brings Yeah I mean that's fair Hugh the the other thing would be This breakdown of reconstruction Over the weekend Partick Thistle say They were already voting yes anyway They're saying that this doesn't Have any impact on tomorrow Do you think that would be the same For, for every club And, and I'm, I'm just getting guessing I don't know what the answer is Do you think there are any clubs out there Who, who maybe were going to vote No but have now been a bit turned off by the way the, the reconstructions played out, and and would now use this as as a vehicle to to have their say tomorrow. Spite, Spite malice, yeah. distrust. <laughs> they they they'll all be there within that vote tomorrow, Gordon. It, it will be a a vote on the back of self interest, along with spite. Malice and distrust I know this is a very serious business And I shouldn't make light of it But I'll do it anyway Will we get Hugh Keevans To predict how many votes They get tomorrow Because we've missed These match predictions <laughs> And I know it's really serious on. So go on Hugh Stick your neck on the line How many out of the 42 clubs Are voting for An independent investigation tomorrow? Um, <laughs> eight Ooh, Very low Okay Time will tell Watch this space You've Alex Would you have a uh, I would say I was just having a bit of fun with you so But you eight, can join in It equates to what Just 20% He's saying I will go for 33% So Whatever that equates right, to okay. 11, 12 votes <laughs> Just for a bit of fun I just wanted something to hold against Hugh When he gets it drastically wrong Like he always does Right you've got three more to get On tonight's teaser We're looking for the last ten Losing managers in Scottish Cup finals You've got seven And you've only got three to get What have you got for me? Um, Hugh what about Hearts managers? Gary Locke? Sh- no No Hearts ones in there mm. oh. Apart from Levine I think we may have to get a, a clue With the team Right um, You've got Stephen Robinson in there As a losing Motherwell manager Might Motherwell have played in another Scottish Cup final in the last ten Hugh? Paraclough uh, He was the man for the, the playoffs McGee, Not the cup finals Yeah Not McGee um. Butcher Craig Brown Nope They lost 3-0 to Celtic Mark Wilson claims he scored But it was a Stephen Craig and own goal Don't let him tell you different And the manager Was uh, Who led them to second that day When you and I were at Pataudry It's the anniversary today I can't believe he's still Stuart McCall Right um, Hugh Remember you were there when Dundee United won it. You were you had quite a party that night because I remember meeting you afterwards. Oh yes. So who uh, was the losing uh, team that day? Ross uh, County. Yes. Uh, was it Jim McIntyre? Uh, it was Derek Adams. I'm going to have to oh. put you out of your misery. And do you know what? I've done you a disservice because I think someone said this earlier. John Hughes. I did. It was me. There we go. Because he won it, but he did lose it in that time as well. Fourteen votes they need. A third is a fourteen. Okay, we're back tomorrow at six with all the fallout. Callum Gallagher next. 
Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors tackling compensation.